Quincy Ameriquois here, and you're now listening to PS Clips, where we bring you the best highlights and moments from the hashtag Ask the Soccer Pro Show. You can subscribe to listen to more clips, this full episode, and all our other Perfect Soccer Radio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. I can't remember the word he used, but kind of what tools you have, right? I mean, you're not going to be doing Ronaldo moves if, if you're you know, a center back like Richard Goff, right? So in the end of the day, staying within yourself gives you the best chance to be successful. And Jordan had asked, what mindset do you have when you play against teams that are better than yours? I don't think I've ever had that problem. <laughs> no. I love that. That's, that's pure confidence. <laughs> no, you know, it's, uh, uh, you know, I think, I, I think I heard Wayne Rooney say this, but I, but it's a great comment last week on your show where he said, you know, you play within yourself, right? You have a job to do as a teammate and you play within yourself. And when you start to kind of go outside of your, I can't remember the word he used, but kind of what tools you have, right? I mean, you're not going to be doing Ronaldo moves if, if you're, you know, a center back like Richard Goff, right? So in the end of the day, staying within yourself gives you the best chance to be successful and, there's a lot of teams that beat teams just by balance and discipline and, and staying within yourself. And I think that is huge. And, and I really was really inspired by Wayne's comments last week, for sure. Got you. No, and for those of you who aren't aware, Wayne Rooney was on the show about, what was it, episode 67 of the Ask the Soccer Pro Show. Uh, obviously, Wayne and I have a good relationship. We played together last year um, and had many conversations. He was very open to understanding how it works here in America the advantages and disadvantages, the potential that we have. Uh, Jeff, I'm sure you see massive potential for soccer here in America, but that does not that does not excuse the shortcomings from different aspects and angles. For all the potential, there's plenty of things that we can do and work together to get better at. Yeah. Um, kind of tying to what you're discussing and what Wayne was alluding to on the show, he definitely made a point to say, now's the time to kind of protect the American player and the the advantages, uh, the the ownership in the sense of the single entity of the MLS, which I'm sure you've had some personal experience with the difficulties of that. There's positives and negatives. At, on the pot, on the negative side, it does take advantage of the American player, but it has been necessary to kind of establish the league to get it to where it is today. So you you can argue both sides of it. But what Wayne was seeing and talking about and what we can kind of see now is it's time for kind of an evolution from the old ways of thinking, the old ways of doing stuff. And from where you're sitting and you're seeing the the opportunity that lies in front of us with the DA, DA being dismantled and the league having to shut down and players like Wayne who are recognizing seeing those issues, what what do you think is that 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 gap, that chasm that needs to be understood so that we can make we can make that transition and it can include people, a lot more people than exclude kind of how with how the system's been so far. Yeah, I mean, the you know, the DA was just whatever it was, 78, 80 teams, I don't know. But, you know, if if you can create a national league and if the and if the local communities can work together, um, I think somehow in that process we're going to be able to push the you know the, the american player further along right but but to be fair i mean back in 2007 when the academy started and we'll talk boys not girls but you know they it, it was good i mean you saw within 10 years the player development like increase a thousand percent right 
whether it's the coach's education or the methodology or the accountability from U.S. soccer about how we train. But, I mean, if you look at my staff now versus what it was 15 years ago, I mean, it's, it's incredibly different. And, but that's, that's the expectation. So, you know, putting the, you know, putting the development back onto the clubs, I think, is, is, is a good thing. But somehow, the, the, you know, the, the United States has to get a little bit more connected uh, club to club club to pro club and uh that, that that will help us got you so kind of from from your perspective and where you're sitting and you see it uh what do you think that folks so if if we're not looking if we look at the short term as an opportunity right in the first couple months maybe three to six months like we're talking about it's going to not look pleasant it's not going to be great there's going to be some sacrifices some cutbacks needed to be made but if we can find that thing that we can focus on to get better so for instance I would tell a kid, hey, if the only thing you can focus on right now, work on your first touch. If you work on your first touch, six months, three years, five years from now, that will benefit you. That will be the crux that works in this system, a new system, the old system, doesn't matter. What would be, what do you think that, the, that version of that would be for, for where the overall state of coaching in America is? And I know that's a big, it's a big question, right? But, but like, if we could only pick something, one thing to singularly focus in on, what do you think would be best for us? Hi, that's a, that's a great question. I think the, I think we have a lot of athletes, you know, mm -hmm. especially in the MLS, we have a lot of athletes. Um, but if you look at like the teams that were so successful, take some of the Spanish teams, you know, they weren't filled with a bunch of athletes, to be fair, right? Yep. They were filled with players that could think four, five, six steps ahead, right? Their head was never in the ground. Their head was, was always up, head was always up. And so, you know, when we, when we talk in our club, we always say to parents and players, what's the number one thing, the best thing a player can have by the time they leave our club? And it's pretty incredible. They'll go through speed, technical, tactical, all these different things, right? And the one thing we always say is decision-making. If you can be a good decision-maker, it hides all your faults. And so, you know, a curriculum or methodology that, yes, first touch, all the things that we need, but also there's a focus also in decision-making so that the players can be self-motivating and can, and can make changes in the games on their own, right? It's like the most difficult phase of the game for me is probably the possession phase, right? Because now you have players that have to make a decision. Do we go attack or do we keep the ball in the possession phase? And that's a decision. Build out, we got to get out of the build out, right? So I, I don't know the answer to that, but I think we need to be, I think we need to find a way to make better decision makers for our youth and then let them kind of advance them there. I love that. I like that a lot. And uh, the reason why I like that a lot is because a lot of what we discuss here, as you can tell, MSL, the I'm in your head, the mental strength league is focusing in on the mentality aspect of just life and the game. Because if we can understand how to process situations of uncertainty like this, and we can figure out and create plans to take action and make good decisions to be better off in the future, that's going to translate well on the field as well as off. So yeah. uh, I've I, I, you're hearing me on praise on that. Everybody, if you're, if you're liking what Jeff's been dropping, drop down those. There you go. Everyone's already spamming that heart button. Dropping them on <laughs> your head emojis. Uh, uh, you're hearing it full circle. It's mentality is a huge aspect. And not having a good mentality means you're not making good decisions.
Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M to enter to win for free today. Thanks again, and see you guys in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.